Chapter Four of the Count of Monte Cristo. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Richard Carpenter. The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexander Dumas. Chapter Four: Conspiracy. Danglars followed Edmund and Mercedes with his eyes until the two lovers disappeared behind one of the angles of Fort Saint Nicholas. Then turning around, he perceived Ferdinand, who had fallen pale and trembling into his chair, while Caderousse stammered out the words of a drinking song. "'Well, my dear sir,' said Danglars to Ferdinand, "'here is a marriage which does not appear to make everybody happy.' "'It drives me to despair,' said Ferdinand. "'Do you then love Mercedes?' "'I adore her.' "'For long?' "'As long as I have known her, always.' and you sit there tearing your hair instead of seeking to remedy your condition i did not think that was the way of your people what would you have me do said ferdinand how do i know is it my affair i am not in love with mademoiselle mercedes but for you in the words of the gospel seek and you shall find i have found already what i would stab the man but the woman told me that if any misfortune happened to her betrothed she would kill herself. Pooh! Women say those things, but never do them. You do not know Mercedes. What she threatens, she will do. Idiot, murmured Danglars. Whether she kill herself or not, what matter, provided Dante's is not captain? Before Mercedes should die, replied Ferdinand, with the accents of unshaken resolution, I would die myself. That's what I call love, said Caderousse, with a voice more tipsy than ever. That's love, or I don't know what love is. Come, said Danglars, you appear to me a good sort of fellow, and hang me, I should like to help you, but... Yes, said Caderousse, but how? My dear fellow, replied Danglars, you are three parts drunk, finish the bottle, and you will be completely so. Drink, then, and do not meddle with what we are discussing for that requires all one's wit and cool judgment. I, drunk, said Caderousse, well, that is a good one. I could drink four more such bottles. They are no bigger than cologne flasks. Pere Pamphile, more wine. And Caderousse rattled his glass upon the table. You were saying, sir, said Ferdinand, awaiting with great anxiety the end of this interrupted remark, what was I saying? I forget. This drunken Caderousse has made me lose the thread of my sentence. Drunk if you like, so much the worse for those who fear wine, for it is because they have bad thoughts which they are afraid the liquor will extract from their heart. And Caderousse began to sing the last lines of a song very popular at the time. The wicked are great drinkers of water, as the flood proved once for all. You said, sir, you would like to help me, but... Yes, but I added, to help you, it would be sufficient that Dantes did not marry her you love, and the marriage may easily be thwarted, methinks, and yet Dantes need not die. Death alone can separate them, remarked Ferdinand. You talk like a noodle, my friend, said Caderousse, and here is Danglars, who is a wide-awake, clever, deep fellow, who will prove to you that you are wrong. Prove it, Danglars. I have answered for you. Say there is no need why Dantes should die. It would, indeed, be a pity he should. Dantes is a good fellow. I like Dantes. Dantes, your health. Ferdinand rose impatiently. Let him run on, said Danglars. 
restraining the young man drunk as he is he is not much out in what he says absence severs as well as death and if the walls of a prison were between edmund and mercedes they would be as effectually separated as if he lay under a tombstone yes but one gets out of prison said caderousse who with what sense was left in him listened eagerly to the conversation and when one gets out and one's name is edmund dantes one seeks revenge what matters that muttered ferdinand and why i should like to know persisted caderousse should they put dantes in prison he has not robbed or killed or murdered hold your tongue said danglars i won't hold my tongue replied caderousse i say i want to know why they should put dantes in prison i like dantes dantes your health and he swallowed another glass of wine danglars saw in the muddled look of the tailor the progress of his intoxication and turning toward ferdinand said well you understand there is no need to kill him certainly not if as you said just now you have the means of having dantes arrested have you that means it is to be found for the searching but why should i meddle in this matter it is no affair of mine i know not why you meddle said ferdinand seizing his arm but this i know you have some motive of personal hatred against dantes for who himself hates is never mistaken in the sentiments of others i motives of hatred against dantes none on my word i saw you were unhappy and your unhappiness interested me that's all but since you believe i act for my own account adieu my dear friend get out of the affair as best you may and danglars rose as if he meant to depart no no said ferdinand restraining him stay it is of little consequence to me at the end of the matter whether you have any angry feelings or not against dantes i hate him i confess it openly do you find the means i will execute it provided it is not to kill that man for mercedes has declared she will kill herself if dantes is killed caderousse who had let his head drop on the table now raised it and looking at ferdinand with his dull and fishy eyes he said kill dantes who talks of killing dantes i won't have him killed i won't he is my friend and this morning offered to share his money with me as i shared mine with him i won't have dantes killed i won't and who said a word about killing dantes muddlehead replied danglars we were merely joking drink to his health and he added filling caderousse's glass do not interfere with us yes yes dantes good health said caderousse emptying his glass here's to his health his health hurrah but the means the means said ferdinand have you not hit upon any asked danglars no you undertook to do so true replied danglars the french have the superiority over the spaniards that the spaniards ruminate while the french invent do you invent then said ferdinand impatiently waiter said danglars pen ink and paper pen ink and paper muttered ferdinand yes i am a supercargo pen ink and paper are my tools and without my tools i am fit for nothing pen ink and paper then called ferdinand loudly there's what you want on that table said the waiter bring them here the waiter did as he was desired when one thinks said caderousse letting his hand drop on the paper there is here withal to kill a man more sure than if we waited at the corner of a wood to assassinate him i've always had more dread of pen a bottle of ink and a sheet of paper than of a sword and a pistol the fellow is not so drunk as he appears to be said danglars give him some more wine ferdinand 
Ferdinand filled Caderousse's glass, who, like the confirmed toper he was, lifted his hand from the paper and seized the glass. The Catalan watched him until Caderousse, almost overcome by this fresh assault on his senses, rested, or rather dropped, his glass upon the table. Well, resumed the Catalan, as he saw the final glimmer of Caderousse's reason vanishing before the last glass of wine. Well, then, I should say, for instance, resumed Danglars, that if after a voyage such as Dante's has just made, in which he touched at the island of Elba, someone were to denounce him to the king's procurer as a Bonaparte agent. I will denounce him, exclaimed the young man hastily. Yes, but they will make you sign your declaration and confront you with him you have denounced. I will supply you with the means of supporting your accusation, for I know the fact well. But Dante's cannot remain forever in prison, and one day or the other he will leave it, and the day when he comes out, woe betide him who was the cause of his incarceration. Oh, I should wish nothing better than that he would come and seek a quarrel with me. Yes, and Mercedes? Mercedes, who will detest you if you have only the misfortune to scratch the skin of her dearly beloved Edmund? True, replied Ferdinand. No, no, continued Danglars. If we resolve on such a step, it would be much better to take, as I now do, this pen, dip it into this ink, and write with the left hand, that the writing may not be recognized, the denunciation we propose. And Danglars, uniting practice with theory, wrote with his left hand, and in a writing reversed from his usual style, and totally unlike it, the following lines, which he handed to Ferdinand, and which Ferdinand read in an undertone. The Honorable, the King's Attorney, is informed by a friend of the throne and religion, that one Edmund Dantes, mate of the ship Ferron, arrived this morning from Smyrna, may have touched at Naples and Porta Ferraro, has been entrusted by Murat with a letter for the usurper, and by the usurper with a letter for the Bonapartist committee in Paris. Proof of this crime will be found on arresting him, for the letter will be found upon him, or at his father's, or in his cabin on board the Ferron. Very good, resumed Anglar. Now your revenge looks like common sense, for in no way can it revert to yourself, and the matter will thus work its own way. There is nothing to do now but fold the letter as I am doing and write upon it to the king's attorney. That's all settled, and Danglars wrote the address as he spoke. Yes, and that's all settled, exclaimed Caderousse, who by a last effort of intellect had followed the reading of the letter and instinctively comprehended all the misery which such a denunciation must entail. Yes, and that's all settled, only it will be an infamous shame, and he stretched out his hand to reach the letter. Yes, said Danglars, taking it from beyond his reach. And as what I say and do is merely a jest, and I amongst the first and foremost shall be sorry if anything happens to Dante's, the worthy Dante's, look here. And taking the letter, he squeezed it up in his hand and threw it in a corner of the arbor. All right, said Caderousse, Dante's is my friend, and I won't have him ill-used. And who thinks of using him ill? Certainly not I nor Ferdinand, said Danglars, rising and looking at the young man, who still remained seated, but whose eye was fixed on the denunciary sheet of paper flung into the corner. In this case, replied Caderousse, let's have some more wine. I wish to drink to the health of Edmund and the lovely Mercedes. You have had too much already, drunkard, said Danglars, 
and if you continue you will be compelled to sleep here because unable to stand on your legs i said craterus rising with all the offended dignity of a drunken man i can't keep on my legs why i'll wager i can go up into the belfry of the Acules without staggering too done said danglars i'll take your bet but to-morrow to-day it's time to return give me your arm and let us go very well let us go said caderousse but i don't want your arm at all come ferdinand won't you return to marseilles with us no said ferdinand i shall return to the catalans you're wrong come with us to marseilles come along i will not what do you mean you will not well just as you like my prince there's liberty for all the world come long danglars and let the young gentleman return to the catalans if he chooses danglars took advantage of caderousse's temper at the moment to take him off towards marseilles by the point st victor staggering as he went when they had advanced about twenty yards danglars looked back and saw ferdinand stoop pick up the crumpled paper and putting it in his pocket then rush out of the arbor towards pilon well said caderousse why what a lie he told he said he was going to catalans and he's going to the city hello ferdinand oh you don't see straight said danglars he's gone right enough well said caderousse i should have said not how treacherous wine is come come said danglars to himself now the thing is at work and it will effect its purpose unassisted end of chapter four recording by richard carpenter in seattle washington